section sixty one of the united states this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org the world's story volume twelve the united states edited by eva march tappan section sixty one washington's first commission seventeen fifty three to fifty four by george bancroft sanctioned by the orders from the king dinwiddie of virginia resolved to send a person of distinction to the commander of the french forces on the ohio river to know his reasons for invading the british dominions while a solid peace subsisted the envoy whom he selected was george washington the young man then just twenty-one a pupil of the wilderness and as heroic as la salle entered with alacrity on the perilous winter's journey from williamsburg to the streams of lake erie in the middle of november with an interpreter and four attendants and christopher gist as a guide he left wills creek and following the indian trail through forest solitudes gloomy with the fallen leaves and solemn sadness of late autumn across mountains rocky ravines and streams through sleet and snows he rode in nine days to the fork of the ohio how lonely was the spot where so long unheeded of men the rapid allegheny met nearly at right angles the deep and still water of the monongahela at once washington foresaw the destiny of the place i spent some time said he in viewing the rivers the land in the fork has the absolute command of both the flat well-timbered land all around the point lies very convenient for building after creating in imagination a fortress and a city he and his party swam their horses across the allegheny and wrapped their blankets around them for the night on its northwest bank from the fork the chief of the delawares conducted washington through rich alluvial fields to the pleasing valley at logstown there deserters from louisiana discoursed of the route from new orleans to quebec by way of the wabash and the maumee and of a detachment from the lower province on its way to meet the french troop from lake erie while washington held close colloquy with the half-king the one anxious to gain the west as a part of the territory of the ancient dominion the other to preserve it for the red men we are brothers said the half-king in council we are one people i will send back the french speech-belt and will make the shawnees and the delawares do the same on the night of the twenty ninth of november the council fire was kindled an aged orator was selected to address the french the speech which he was to deliver was debated and rehearsed it was agreed that unless the french would heed this third warning to quit the land the delawares also would be their enemies and the very large string of black and white wampum was sent to the six nations as a prayer for aid after these preparations the party of washington attended by the half-king and envoys of the delaware moved onwards to the post of the french at venango 
the officers there avowed the purpose of taking possession of the ohio and they mingled the praises of la salle with boasts of their forts at leboeuf and erie at niagara toronto and frontenac the english said they can raise two men to our one but they are too dilatory to prevent any enterprise of ours the delawares were intimidated or debauched but the half-king clung to washington like a brother and delivered up his belt as he had promised the rains of december had swollen the creeks the messengers could pass them only by felling trees for bridges thus they proceeded now killing a buck and now a bear delayed by excessive rains and snows by mire and swamps while washington's quick eye discerned all the richness of the meadows at waterford the limit of his journey he found fort leboeuf defended by cannon around it stood the barracks of the soldiers rude log cabins roofed with bark fifty birch bark canoes and one hundred and seventy boats of pine were already prepared for the descent of the river and materials were collected for building more the commander gardeur de st pierre an officer of integrity and experience and for his dauntless courage both feared and beloved by the red men refused to discuss questions of right i am here said he by the orders of my general to which i shall conform with exactness and resolution and he avowed his purpose of seizing every englishman within the ohio valley france was resolved on possessing the great territory which her missionaries and travellers had revealed to the world breaking away from courtesies washington hastened homewards to virginia the rapid current of french creek dashed his party against rocks and shallow places they waded the water congealing on their clothes where the ice had lodged in the bend of the rivers they carried their canoe across the neck avenango they found their horses but so weak the travellers went still on foot heedless of the storm the cold increased very fast the paths grew worse by a deep snow continually freezing impatient to get back with his dispatches the young envoy wrapping himself in an indian dress with gun in hand and pack on his back the day after christmas quitted the usual path and with gist for his sole companion by aid of the compass steered the nearest way across the country for the fork an indian who had lain in wait for him fired at him from not fifteen steps distance but missing him became his prisoner i would have killed him wrote gist but washington forbade dismissing their captive at night they walked about half a mile then kindled a fire fixed their course by the compass and continued travelling all night and all the next day till quite dark not till then did the weary wanderers think themselves safe enough to sleep and then encamped with no shelter but the leafless forest tree on reaching the allegheny with one poor hatchet and a whole day's work a raft was constructed and launched but before they were half over the river they were caught in the running ice expecting every moment to be crushed unable to reach either shore putting out the setting pole to stop the raft washington was jerked into the deep water and saved himself only by grasping at the raft logs they were obliged to make for an island there lay washington imprisoned by the elements but the late december night was intensely cold and in the morning he found the river frozen not till he reached gist's settlement in january seventeen fifty four were his toils lightened end of section sixty one this recording is in the public domain